Welcome to the Dew of Heaven service with Reverend Brian Krumah. Reverend Brian Krumah brings you powerful and practical teachings of the Word of God, which is able to save your soul. Reverend Bright currently pastors the Bronx North Branch of the Kodesh Family Church in New York City, a church full of love, joy, and enthusiasm for the Lord. We pray that this message brings hope and light to your life. Listen and be blessed. Thankful and grateful this afternoon. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness, for your mercy. We thank you for the grace. We thank you, Lord, that you have kept us. You have preserved us. You have provided. You have protected us. That we have lived to see this day. Now, Lord, as we come before you, we pray that you give us of your spirit to minister to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Clap your hands together for the Lord and you may be seated. Awesome. Well, for the time that is left to us, I want to share with you a message. What God will not forget about you. What God will not forget about you. Is it good to know that there are certain things about you that God will not forget? That God cannot forget? Turn with me to Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 10. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse number 10. It says, For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which ye have showed toward his name, and in that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, the Bible is making a very important statement in this scripture. God is teaching us a very important thing in this scripture that it is unrighteous thing to forget what has been done for you. It is an unrighteous thing to do if you forget. Hallelujah. It is an unrighteous thing to do if you neglect or overlook what has been done for you. If someone shows you love, someone does something for you, It is unrighteous on your path if you forget that thing. Hallelujah. It says God is not unrighteous to forget. Amen. So it is unrighteous for us to forget the good that has been done for us. Isn't that so? Hallelujah. There are certain things that we must not forget. It says, the scripture says, For God is not unrighteous to forget your work, and labor of love which ye have showed towards his name, in that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. There are certain things that we must not forget. We must never forget. There are certain people in our lives that we must never forget. Hallelujah. There are certain situations that we have been through that we must never forget. We must never overlook. Amen. We must never pretend like it never existed. Hallelujah. There are certain humbling situations, humbling moments that we must never forget. Amen. Perhaps you thought you were righteous, you were a righteous person because you don't commit certain sins. You don't steal, you don't lie, you know, you don't fornicate, you don't commit adultery. What, is, what are some of the strong sins that we commit? You don't watch pornography. You don't drink. You don't smoke. You, don't, you have not killed. That is a major one. How many of you have killed someone before? <laughs> you see? You don't kill. You have not committed murder before. You've never been even charged with murder. Or suspected of murder before. So when you have not done any of these grave sins, you feel you are righteous. Amen. But God is showing us that forgetting certain things, certain experiences, forgetting certain things that have been done to you, or forgetting certain people in your life is equally sin. It's unrighteous. Amen. Just as any sin, when you forget. Hallelujah. God told the people of Israel, 
not to forget certain difficulties that they had gone through and how he delivered them. He said they should not forget. They should not forget the difficulties they, they went through in the wilderness. They should not forget how he delivered them. God intentionally took them through certain situations and he says he wanted them to remember, not to forget. Amen. Amen. He told them to actually teach their children. Teach those things to their children. That means it's very important to remember. Teach your children when you sit down, teach them. Remind your children of these things. When you rise up, remind them. When you lie down, remind them. Teach them when you walk with them. That means everywhere you are, you must be talking because you are either rising, you are lying down, you are sitting, or you are walking. Do you understand? That means every time it must be on your mind. What you have experienced, what you have gone through, what has been done for you. Amen. As somebody understand what I'm sharing with you, he told them to actually write it down also. Write them down. The things that they had gone through. In other words, you cannot forget what has been done for you. You cannot forget. He told them to rehearse it. To rehearse it. That means intentionally remind yourself and say it. Are you with me? To remind yourself of what has been done for you. The things that has been done for you. To remind yourself. Certain people who have come into your life, certain impacts they have had in your life, you have to remember. Some of you have had certain strong impact from certain individuals. And God says, you must remember these things. Amen. You see, God God is telling us to remember, not to forget. God is reminding us or is teaching us not to forget. And why is that? It means that we as human beings have a tendency to forget. When certain good has been done to us, we have a tendency to forget easily. Do you understand? How many of you have done something to someone and you can see that the person doesn't remember this good that you are by the person's behavior? How many of you, you have done something? Lift up your hands, let me see. You have done something to somebody. Oh, only three people have had that. You've not done good to anyone. All the good that you've done to people, they seem to remember. Lift up your hands. Let me see. You see? So now you realize that all of you, you have had a situation where you have done something for someone or you have done something to somebody that the person has forgotten. That the person doesn't seem to even remember. Do you understand? So do you understand why we need to teach about this? It's important that we talk about this. Because God does not want us to forget. God's intention is not for, to forget the labor of love. Hallelujah. So it's important. Most people who become orangus, most people who become orangus, because you see, the reason why people, or because of forgetting or forgetfulness, it makes people behave in a certain way. Do you understand? When people don't remember the good that has been done to them, it makes them behave in a certain way. Most orangus, you know what is an orangu? An orangu is someone who is some way. Do you know what is some way? (laughs) It means your behavior, we can't even find words to describe it. Because what you are doing is so inappropriate. Do you understand? So the reason why some people become orangus some people behave certain way is because they cannot remember the good that has been done to them. Do you understand? Almost all the time, the reason, you see, anyone who becomes an orangu in a place, in a church, for instance, some good has been done to the person. Some good has been done to the person. So the reason why you become the way you are becoming or you behave the way you are behaving is because you don't seem to remember. Because I can tell you, if you will sit for a moment and remember that thing, it will stop you from behaving that way. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. It will make you not behave in a certain way. Hallelujah. It will make you not turn back at a certain, at, or at certain people. 
Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? If only you remember. Because, you see, sometimes you want to act in a certain way. But then you remember something or someone asks you for something. And you don't want to give to the person or you don't want to do it. for. But then suddenly you remember, ah, this person did this for me. And then it makes you want to do it. As much as you wanted it, then you feel like you're obligated to give to the person. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. And God does not want us to forget. God does not want us to forget. If you remember some of the things that people have done for you, it makes you relate to them in a certain way. Yes. You see, we here at the Bronze Church, we cannot forget how far God has brought us. If you remember where some time ago we were here in our corner here in the bronze doing our own things. I mean, well, we are part of the church, but no one even knew us. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? No one knew us. I mean, some, we will organize camp and then four or five people will come for the camp. You know, and even if you come to the camp, no one knew you. Do you understand? Yeah. And we now remember, now by the grace of God, God has brought us to a place. (laughs) God has brought us to a place and God has blessed us that even we here in our corner, even the things that we do, people are copying the things that we are doing now. God has lifted us up somewhere. We are not there, but God is taking us somewhere. Do you understand? So we cannot now forget where we were before and behave as if this is how we were all the time. This is how we were always. We cannot. We have to remember. Do you understand? Yes, so that we will be grateful to God for what he has done for us. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. So that we will be, we'll be grateful. Hallelujah. So no matter what happens, no matter what people say, no matter what people do, we should not change. It should not change us by remembering what has been done for us. By remembering what this person has done for me, no matter what you tell me about him or her, it's not going to change me. Do you understand? Because then, I, if that person was not good, he wouldn't have done what he did. If that person didn't love me, he wouldn't have done what he did at the time that he did. So no matter what this person is telling you or this person is showing or what he has done even to another person, you cannot use that now to make you change towards that person. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. So, God says it's unrighteous. It is unrighteous to forget. It is unrighteous. And so he put himself as this. He is not unrighteous to forget. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So some of you should not forget some of the things that your fathers have done to you. Some things that your mothers have done to you. Some things that your friends have done for you. You must not forget. Some things that your husbands have done for you, you must never forget. Some things that your wives have done for you, you must not forget. Do you understand? You must not forget. You know, some of you, you remember the rights before you bought your own car. The rights that you have enjoyed. Late after service, somebody is driving you home. And then you get home, brush eat, do everything, and sleep, and the person is now on his way home. And you are snoring already. The person has reached his home. He can't find parking. And you are snoring already. And it doesn't even occur to you that this person made a sacrifice bringing me home. That he can't even find parking in his own place. And as you are sleeping, he's still sitting in his car because of you. And you cannot forget these things. Now you have bought a car, so you don't remember the rights that you enjoyed. Hmm? Some of you, the $20 that somebody gave you that day was a great blessing to you. 
Today you have a job and you are well-paid, you are a graduate from whatever and you have this job. So you can't seem to remember. $20 don't seem to be something valuable. You... Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Remember, you cannot forget. You cannot forget. Some, sometimes certain contributions are made for you. Certain contributions are made for you. You cannot forget. You can forget the labor that people, the, the work that people have to do to get your wedding to be what it was, what it became. You can't forget. You can't forget your funeral, what the sacrifices that people made. You cannot forget. And then you, you, you are behaving a certain way today. Huh? You can't, you can't forget. You can't forget. Some of you, even you, your marriage, the agreement between the two families to even agree that you should marry, you can't forget when it was like that and the prayers that went in for you. Huh? You can't forget. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Some of you, some of you, you were crying for the examination, one examination, you couldn't pass. You couldn't pass that. And your whole career was crumbling. Today you are walking around here as if you don't, you, you never was in that situation. You studied and you passed your endless. Is that what they call it? Endless. So you are passed your endless. You almost never got there to even write that endless. Today you are you are an endless, endless graduate. Aaron, Aaron. What did they say? Aaron, Aaron. So you don't seem to remember these things. Amen. You can't forget. Hallelujah. You can't forget. You can't forget your misery moments and times. Today you are married. You are married. And whenever you are talking, you flap your hand like this. You say, I'll see you. Because you have some diamond ring on your finger. You know, you, every time you, you are waving your hand, you are talking quietly. We are all talking quietly. Then you lift up your hand. Every time you are talking, you lift up your hand. Because the light is shining, so it flashes. Remember. Remember. Remember how the phone calls, the hours that people had to stay on the phone to talk to you, just to comfort you in your disappointment, in your difficulties. The people, all you thought that people didn't have anything to do, they just like to talk on the phone. You have no idea. Huh? God says it's unrighteous. It's unrighteous. To forget it's unrighteous everything you pick up a phone and someone is at the end you expect the person to be at the end to talk to you everything you call everything you today you tell you behave as if you don't remember your behavior is a result of you not remembering not reflecting not thinking about what has been done for you that is why you be, because if you reflect, if you sit for a moment, just a moment, and think about it, you see, it will change your behavior. It will totally, it will change your behavior. Amen. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Some of you, your baby's dedication. We have dedicated your babies in the church. For you, but because of you, we put our service on hold just to dedicate your baby. As if we all have the baby. But we dedicate your baby. The whole church is on hold just to dedicate your baby. And you are behaving as if nothing has been done for you. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Remember. Remember. Hallelujah. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. Because sometimes your behavior alone shows that you don't remember. Sometimes the behavior that you are carrying on it shows that you don't remember. That is why you behave like that. No matter what somebody has told you, 
or what you have experienced afterwards. Remember. Do you understand? Remember. Remember. Because you realize that you almost died of hunger and manna came and it saved your life. You needed that manna so badly at that time. The water maybe was not in the refrigerator. It's coming from a rock. But you needed that so badly at that time. So today, if something is not done for you, don't, remember, don't forget that you needed that water, that you needed that manna at that time. Is somebody understanding the word of God? Yes. But today, I'm not talking about your forgetfulness. <laughs> Today, I'm not talking about your forgetfulness. I'm talking about what God will not forget about you. Amen. What God will not forget about you. Hallelujah. Hopefully, we have time to just go through this. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 10 again. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 10. It says, For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which ye have showed towards his name, in that ye have ministered to the saints, and do minister. Hallelujah. And do minister. God is not unrighteous to forget. So what will God not forget about you? What will God not forget about you? I believe you need to know the things that God will not forget about you so you can continue to do them in 2019. What do you think? Yes. In 2019. Hallelujah. Number one. God will not forget your work. He says, God is not unrighteous to forget your work. Number one, God will not forget your work. Hallelujah. All of you have made a lot of sacrifices throughout this year in order to serve God. You have made a lot of sacrifices in the year in order to make the church of God work. You have done a lot of work to keep this church going. God is not unrighteous to forget your work. Hallelujah. God is promising you that he will not forget your work. He will not forget your work. He will not forget your work. God is not unrighteous. This is unrighteous on his part to forget your work. And God is not unrighteous. So he will not forget your work. Hallelujah. That is why you must never be tired of doing the work of God. You must never be tired working for God. You must never be tired sacrificing in the house of God. Hallelujah. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Daniel, the work of God can be tiresome sometimes. It can be tedious. The work of God can be wearisome sometimes. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? The work of God can be exhausting sometimes. It can be burdensome sometimes. But we must not forget that God is watching. That tiredness and the burdensome and the exhaustion should not make us stop doing the work of God. Do you understand? Sometimes we do it out of enjoyment. We enjoy it and we are doing it. We are willingly doing it. And sometimes we are doing it not willingly. Sometimes we are not willing to do it. Sometimes we are too tired. Sometimes we are too sleepy. Do you understand? Sometimes we just have come from work and we really, in our will, if it was our will, we want to stay home. We want to sleep. Sometimes we are having a headache. Do you understand? You, don't have, you have no idea that sometimes somebody is standing here preaching to you and the person is with a headache. But that should not stop us from doing the work of God. Amen. Whether we are willing or unwilling. 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 17. Look at that. 1 Corinthians 9 and verse 17. He says, for if I do this thing willingly, if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward. But if against my will, a dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me. There is a dispensation even when it's not our will. Amen. Amen. So Paul is saying, if we do it willingly, if we do it willingly, we receive a reward. But even the time that we are not willing, the time that we are too sleepy, the time that we would choose, if it was our will, we would choose not to show up, there is a a dispensation, 
It is expected of us. It is a commission. We have been commissioned to do it. And so we will do it. Hallelujah. A lot of you don't go to work all the time because you are willing and happy. Is that the case? That you wake up in the morning and you are so excited, taking your shower, bathing, dressing up, and you are going to church because you are willing and you are happy. There are times that you have no willingness. There are times that you have no desire to be at a place. There are times that you, if it is your will, you will go two hours late. Isn't that so? Yeah. But you rise up anyway and you go because you feel there's a dispensation. You feel that the work must be done. You have been assigned a post. You have been given an assignment and you must be there to do it. Isn't that so? Yes. So the work of God also, there are times that we don't have a will to do it. There are times that we are not willing to come to church. Do you understand? But we come. Amen. 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 We come. Hallelujah. And if we come willingly, God rewards us. Hallelujah. We must make every effort to get the work of God done. Hallelujah. Oh, you don't understand my message. Amen. I acknowledge all the efforts that you have made throughout the year. I see the difficulties that you go through. Sometimes just even to make the work of God go on. I see the efforts some of you make. And God is saying that your work is never forgotten. Because he's not an unrighteous God. Hallelujah. God will not forget your work. Amen. I say God is not forgetting your work. Your work is constantly on his mind. Just as the church of God is constantly on your mind. The work of God is constantly on your mind. Some of you, you sleep with it, you rise up with it, and it's on your mind. Some of you, you remember, I've not called this person, and you are irritated. I've not had a chance to talk to this person. I've not had a chance to call this person, to visit this person, and it's irritating you. God is not unrighteous to forget all of that. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two, God will not forget your labor. God will not forget your labor. It says, go back to Hebrews 6 and verse 10, please. God will not forget your labor. It says, for God is not unrighteous to forget your work and your labor. Your labor. God is not unrighteous to forget your labor. Now, your labor means what it costs you to do what you do for God. It is labor. Do you understand? It costs you something. There's no labor that doesn't bring some form of sacrifice or exhaustion. Do you understand? You, you labor means that you make effort to get something done. It's a move of load. Do you understand? It is work done. So you labor, it means it costs you to do the work of God. God sees what you go through to get his work done. Hallelujah. I say God sees what you go through to get his work done. He's not only looking at the work that you have done, but he's also noticing what you go through to get his work done. He's noticing what it costs you to get his work done. This whole year, 2018, God has taken note of every effort that you have made to get his work done. Hallelujah. From the beginning of the year to the end of the year, and the many years before, all the things that you have done, God is not unrighteous to forget what it has cost you to get the work of God done. Hallelujah. Sometimes you are tired, but you are coming. You are tired, but you don't stop. God is not unrighteous to forget. Amen. When you are coming to church, sometimes you are stuck in the traffic. How many of you have experienced that before? You are stuck in the traffic. And you are irritated that you are late. You are irritated that you are late. And you are stuck in the traffic and you left early and you wanted to be here early, but you're stuck in this traffic and it's making you late. 
and you are irritated that you are going to be late to set up the place. You are irritated that you are going to be late to clean up the place. You are irritated that you are going to be late to be in the prison worship team. You are irritated because you are late. God will not forget all of that. What is costing you? Even the irritation as you are sitting in your car. And sometimes when you get here, you finally make it here and then you are being rebuked for being late. Do you understand? You are being rebuked for being late. Do you understand? God is the one who is taking note of all of that. Hallelujah. Sometimes you are sleepy, but you are coming to church. Sometimes I see some of your eyes. I, if it is, it is my will, if it is me just assessing, I will say, go home and sleep. When, just looking at your eyes. Do you understand? But sometimes you also have to do something to show that you are not tired. Sometimes you like just to see your tiredness too much. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Sometimes you want us to see that you are really tired. Even as we are talking to you, you are just going like this. Amen. Because you see, you want us to see that. But it's not important what we are seeing. Because even when you were stuck in the traffic, we didn't see that. Do you understand? So tell your neighbor, fix your face. Amen. Amen. Sometimes you have examinations, you have homework, and we are here, and constantly just look at your... If it was your will, you want to go home to study. But you are watching and you are staying. You have a quiz coming up. And you are here. You have a paper that is due and you have not finished. It's due midnight. 9.30 p.m. 10 p.m. We are still here. And you are watching the time. God is not unrighteous to forget. Hallelujah. God is not unrighteous. God is not unrighteous about how much you spend in the house to get his work done. I said God is not unrighteous to forget. How much it costs you, money-wise, your own money, how much it costs you. Amen. Sometimes men cannot see what it costs you to do certain things. Do you understand? Sometimes men cannot see what it costs you to get certain things done for the house of God. But God is not unrighteous to forget. God takes notice of all of these things. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Amen. You see, sometimes certain particular things can be done if, for instance, I ask certain things to be done, different people can do it differently. Do you understand? Different people can do it differently and what it costs for one person to do it might not be the same for everyone. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So, for instance, if I ask you bring this pulpit from the cry room and set it in the church, you know, it may not be much of an effort for you you just go and just carry it and then bring it into the church. Isn't that so? Then you just set it. And it didn't cost you much. But if I am to ask one of the children, for instance, do you understand? If I am, I am to ask, say, Mickey, to bring the puppet and set it here. Do you understand? And this child goes to the back and he realizes that the thing is too heavy. Then he goes around asking some of his friends, can you come and help me? And then this one, oh, I don't know, I'm playing. This one, oh, can you come and help me? And oh, and he manages to get people to help him. And they bring it closer here, but they leave him. And they walk away. And then he drags this, drags this. How many of you can understand that it will cost him so much to bring the thing here? You see, cost him more than it will cost this person. To bring the thing here. And then he manages to bring it here. And then he turns it around. He brought it here. But he has turned it around. And then we all come. And then as I've come. My, my iPad is like this. As I'm standing here. Because whoever said the pulpit has turned it around. And then we will be sitting here complaining. And say who was this that said this pulpit up today. But the person doesn't think. The person doesn't know. The person doesn't see how. You see we will be complaining and saying all kinds of things. But what we don't know is what it costs that person just to bring this pulpit here. That is one thing that we will all not know. 
Amen. That is why it must be God who has to take notice of these things. That is why the Bible says God does not see as man sees. God has to see in a certain way. God has to see in a certain effort. God has to see the strength that you put in. God has to see what it costs you. And so he says, he says he's not unrighteous to forget your labor, what it costs you to bring that thing here. God does not assess you. God does not look at what you have done by the end product. God does not only assess you because he's looking at the end product. That is what men do. God looks at the cost, what it costs you to get it done. Amen. That is why even when people are not watching, you have to know that someone who takes account, someone who is interested, someone who does it in a way that is different from man, someone who assesses you in a way that is different from man is watching. And so no matter what people are saying, no matter what people are telling you, no matter how people are welcoming you and applauding you, someone who takes account in a different way is watching. And he says, he's not unrighteous to forget all of that effort. He's not unrighteous. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. That is why you do the work of God looking unto Jesus, the author. The one who authors you. He's the same one who will bring you to the end. And he will assess the authorization, the authoring, the beginning and the end. He will put them together. Unlike men. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you do certain things and people don't know the effort that you have made. This is, for instance, you come to a prayer meeting and you are sleeping. You're sitting here and you are sleeping. You see? I'm not saying you should sit here and sleep right now. So please, open your eyes so I can see your eyes. I'm preaching a very important message. I said, I am preaching a very important message. If I'm standing here, it means that somebody's sleeping. If I'm standing here, it means somebody's sleeping. Is my message relevant to your life? Yeah. Sometimes you are sleepy. And you come for a prayer meeting. And then someone sees you sleeping. And the person says, you, you are not serious. We have come here to pray and look at you. You are sleeping. But what the person doesn't know is what has cost you to be here in the first place. But there is a, there is a, there is a person who sees that effort. Do you understand? So it doesn't mean that if you are sleeping, we should let you sleep. We will tell you. We will make you wake up and pray. We will tell you that you are not serious. But what we are saying is that the fact that we are saying you are not serious does not mean that get up and go and be angry with us because we don't know. Because it does not matter what we are saying. What matters is the one who takes account of the cost and the effort that you make. That is what should keep you going. That is what should keep you staying. That is, what should, that is the attitude you should take in entering into 2019. Hallelujah. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. So you sang and it was not nice. And the people didn't clap. You, you, finish, you, you noticed that it was not nice. You see, you noticed that it was not nice. But the effort that you put in, the rehearsal in your bathroom, in the kitchen. You know, when you were in the train, you were singing to yourself. I mean, you rehearsed. But you stood here and you sang and you finished and you're looking at the people and you, 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 you acknowledge that this thing, it didn't come out right. It was not right. And they didn't clap. But God knows the effort. I say God notices the effort. God notices the effort. He notices the rehearsal times. In the bathroom, when nobody was there, he noticed that. In the kitchen, when you were there alone, when you pick up the, the, the key was not right, you brought it down, you change it, you move it to the left, right. God saw all of that effort. And he says he's not unrighteous to forget all of that. Amen. You cook and you don't know why. You tasted the thing at home. But you brought the thing. And you look at the face. You see, when you cook and people are taking the food, you look at their face. You see, as they are eating, you checking out their face. You see, but you realize that each person, when they put the food in them, they make, and then they put that one on the side. <laughs> you understand? 
and then they've eaten everything on the plate except that one. You know that the thing didn't come. So you go back and you taste your own food. You say, mm, the thing is different from how I made it at home. It is different. Do you understand? But you put in so much, it costs you. Don't worry about the end product. God is not looking at what the people are eating. God is looking at the efforts that you were putting in. What it costs you to bring that food there. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding? Can somebody testify to my message? Amen. God is not unrighteous. Sometimes even at home, we do certain things for our wives, our husbands, and they, they take those things for granted. They take it for granted. Do you understand? They take it for granted. You are being accused of all kinds of things. But they have no idea the efforts that you make just to love them. Just to stay with them. Do you understand? The forces, the people who are harassing you at work. If only they know. Do you see? But for the sake of God, you have kept yourself purely for your husband. And all of that, the Bible says that men will forget. Men will forget. Men will not acknowledge. But you have a God who is not unrighteous. You have a God who is not like men to forget. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, let me give you this quickly. And then uh, the next one. God will not forget the reason behind what you do. God will not forget the reason behind what you do. Hebrews 6 verse 10, he says, God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love. Labor of love. Hallelujah. Your labor of love. You see, many people do things for God for different reasons. Many people do things for God for different agenda. They have different reasons why they do things. Some people do things for God because of prestige. They are doing things in the church because of popularity. Do you understand? Some people are doing things for God as a result of competition. They are doing what they are doing is for competition in their own hearts. Do you understand? Some people are doing things for God out of jealousy. Do you see? You are doing it so I'm also going to do this. It's out of jealousy. And all of these things are happening. But the work that God will not forget is that of the work or the labor of love. That is the one that God is not unrighteous to forget. The labor of love. Hallelujah. God notices the reason behind what we do. He notices the idea behind what we do. He notices what is in our heart for what we are doing. He notices that. What does it mean, the labor of love? Who understands? Can you look in your dictionary? Look the phrase labor of love. Labor of love. What does it mean? Labor of love. Amen. You see, sometimes you can receive certain gifts. You can receive a gift from a person and receive a similar gift from another person. And you seem to cherish this one from this person so much because you know what has cost the person. You know the idea behind the person. You see, you know that this person, it was so effortless. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Are you with me? Can I have your attention just for a few minutes? Amen. You have received the same gift, one from this person, one from that person, but this particular person's gift of the same kind seemed to touch you so much because you know the person's situation. You know the person's condition and you know this person also, what he's worth and what he can do. Do you understand? And you know that this person has gone way beyond to be able to even give you a gift like this. Do you see? And it makes, you, it makes a difference. It makes it. You see, labor of love means what? It says to do something, work done for one satisfaction rather than monetary reward. And the other one, I heard something here. It says what? That work done for pleasure, not reward. 
That means you are doing it, not looking for any reward. It is just something that you enjoy doing. It is something that is, you are doing out of love for the work. It is, you are doing it because you love doing this for this person. That kind of labor, God does not forget. Amen. Mark chapter 12 and verse 41. Mark chapter 12 and verse 41. Your Bible is not... It says, Mark chapter 12, verse 41. It says, and Jesus sat over against the treasury. Are you with me? Are you reading? It says, and Jesus sat over against the treasury and beheld how people cast money into the treasury or how people were giving offerings. And many that were rich cast in much. Do you understand? The rich people, many that were rich, they cast in much. And there came a certain poor widow and she threw in two mites which make a farthing. That means like two coins which make about a cent or add up to a cent. Two copper coins. Another version says two copper coins which add up to a cent. And he called unto him his disciples and said unto them, Verily I say unto you that this poor widow that cast more in than all they which have cast into the treasury. Do you see? He says, he sat at the treasury. He sat watching as people were giving their offerings. As people were giving their offerings. You see, and we look at the rich. When we see a rich person gets up and is going to give his offering and is holding an envelope, we can, we can estimate how much this person is going. This must be weightier. This must be something heavy. And this is the kind that we pay attention. That this person stood up from the back or stood up from the front and was coming to give his offering, you know, all eyes are on the envelope. And then this poor widow that walked in, no one took note of him, of, of her. Do you understand? Even the pastors, even the disciples, the disciples even did not notice her. So he called them, he called them and said, look at this, look at this widow, that." This poor widow who just passed by and threw in her coins. He says, she has given more than all of these people. And he gave a reason. He says, in the next verse, he says, for all they did cast in, did so out of their abundance. There are certain things that when you give, it doesn't cost you anything. There are certain things when you do, you know that it doesn't, you know that it doesn't cost you much to give this person a thousand dollars. Of hundred dollars. It doesn't cost you much. It does not diminish you. It does not cost you. David said, I will not give anything to the Lord. That will not cost him. You see? So, you, he says, these people who gave, it didn't cost them much. They gave out of the abundance. But she of her want did cast in all that she had, even all her living. That means what she gave, it is something that she needed. It was dear to her. And she gave all of that. And so, as small as it is, it means a lot to God. So, God does, not re- God does not forget your labor of love. When you do things out of love, God does not forget. When it's coming from your heart, God does not forget. Amen. There are some people, they do things because they happen to be in church and we are not done. Not that as you were coming from home, your mind was on that. I want to be here on time so that I can get this done. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? If I get there, I get there. Rehearsal is on Sunday, so why not join the choir? Let's move the rehearsal to Saturday, and then we will see who will be in the choir. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. But God will not forget. I say God will not forget. And number four, God does not forget for whom you do things for. God does not forget for whom you do things for. He says, God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love. Do you have the scripture 6, 10? And then he says, which ye have showed toward his name 
which ye have shown towards his name, in that ye have ministered to the saints. You have ministered to the saints of God. He says, this God will not forget. God will not forget when you do things for the people that he laid down his life for. Amen. People you don't know from anywhere, but their issues concern you so much because they are the saints of God. Because they are the children of God, you, their issues concern you so much and you go all out to do things for, the Bible says God will not forget such things. And to be God will not forget your labor of love. When someone is touched, the way you mobilize people, let us go and see this person. Out of your own, you, own, you buy things, you gather people, and then you visit the person. God will not forget. God will not forget. Some of you women, when someone has a baby, you go out of your way cooking, organizing, doing all kinds of things because you have been there before. You know how it is that when someone has a baby and the person comes home, even cooking is a problem. And when this person is home, food is laid in your refrigerator, food is laid here, food. Your husband has come and collected all the food. He has eaten some, but still some are left for you. And all you women who do these things, the Bible says God is not unrighteous to forget. Do you understand? It means you should also not forget when some things like this are done for you. Amen. And even don't pretend like it's not useful to you. You don't need it. Effort has gone in. Do you understand? You, you like vegetables. We brought you kenke. Please, eat kenke for now. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. God is not unrighteous. Safe teachers, God is not unrighteous that you take other people's children like your own. Changing diapers, cleaning them, disciplining them. Some of them treating you somehow, but you manage to comport yourself dealing with them because they are saints, because they are in the house of God. God is not unrighteous to forget. God is not unrighteous to forget. Are you with me? I said God is not unrighteous to forget your labor. When you, when you do things for the saints, when you do things for the saints, God is not unrighteous to forget. Yes, God is not unrighteous. Some of you go out of your way to cook for the people, do things. Afterwards, they are all gone. You're cleaning after them. Adults. But you're cleaning after them like children. God will not forget. I said God will not forget. Your labor of love. You are, lab- you are not a maid, but you have made yourself a maid in the house of God to serve the saints because of the saints. You are a professional at your job. You sit in an office and then you type and you send emails. That is your job. But in the church of God, you have made yourself a cleaner, cleaning bathrooms so that people will have comfort, cleanliness, nice smell in those places. God will not forget your labor of love. I said, God will not forget your labor of love. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. God will not forget your labor of love. You see, it is very important to do things for the children of God. It is very important. You may do a lot of good things outside of the church. Perhaps you are a nurse and you are taking care of sick people. You are doing all kinds of things, giving them medicine to make them feel well and so on and so forth. People's wounds that you are cleaning and dressing and doing all kinds of things. You are a health aide and you are taking care of old people whose families have neglected them and you are cleaning them, putting them together, cooking for them, letting them feel good, having conversations. These are all good things. You work at the airport and you, you wheel old people. You push them to board the plane when they come out of plane, you wheel them long distance, running across the airport, bringing them to terminals. These are all good things. But God says that when it is to the saints, when the work is done to the saints, that he cannot seem to forget. When it's doing work for the saints, he says, he says when you do things towards his name, in that you minister to his saints. You minister to the saints. He says he's not unrighteous to forget them. Amen. Galatians 6 and verse 10. He says, we, as we have therefore opportunity. Are you with me? Yes. 
He says, as we therefore have opportunity, let us do good unto all men. So work at the airport. Work as a home health aide. Work as a doctor. Work as a nurse. Clean. Do all kinds of good things. Do all He says, as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men. Then he says, especially. Say especially. He says, especially to them who are of the household of faith. That means, by all means, do something for the house of God. By all means, do something for the saints. He says, you can do your work. You can do good to all men. Be at the airport. Be at the hotel. Serve people. Be a nurse. Give medicine. Be a doctor. Be a lawyer. Help people. Give them immigration legal issues. Solve them for them. But especially, especially unto them that are of the household of faith. Unto them, he said, that kind of work, get that kind of work, that kind of work, especially unto them of the household of sin. Amen. Amen. So you work in um, human resources, human services, and things like that. Make sure that when people in the church need jobs, you make sure they get jobs. These are the things God will not forget. He said, especially when you are helping these people. You know why? I'll tell you why. Because these are the people who cry unto the Lord. And so you are doing to them is his answer for them. Yes. It is his answer. That is why. It's especially. Especially. So, yes. The unbelievers, they come at the airport. Wheel them. Wheel them. Clean all the unbelievers. Give them medicine to be well. But when it comes to the household of faith, says they are special. They are special. Because they are the ones that cry unto him day and night. And so what you are doing for them is his answer to their prayers. Amen. Amen. God is not unrighteous. And when you do that, the Bible says God is not unrighteous to forget that. God is not unrighteous. Hallelujah. And the last one, it says God will not forget how long you have been doing what you do for him. How long you have been doing what you do for him. He says, as, he says, God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love. We're going back to Hebrews 6 and verse 10. Which ye have showed towards his name, in that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. You have done it and you are still doing it. Amen. So God will not forget how long you have been doing this. How long you have been doing this particular work. How long you have been cooking for the church. How long you have been praying for the church. How long you have been visiting people for the church. God is not unrighteous to forget. Hallelujah. Sometimes we can get discouraged by how some of the saints will treat you. Even after doing so much for them. Isn't that so? They are unthankful. They don't acknowledge what you are doing. And sometimes that can be very discouraging. Sometimes you do things so much for the saints, and when it's your turn, they don't do the same thing for you. You work so hard for their wedding, but when it was your wedding, no one seems to care. You do a lot of things for people's, um, what do they have that thing with their wedding? Baby shower and wedding shower. They have bridal shower. Look, he says wedding shower. Bridal shower and all kinds of things. You do all these things for them. And when it's your turn, they don't even find, no friend. You have been in a church doing things for the people. And sometimes that can be very discouraging. That can be very discouraging. And some, some of these behavior, it can stop you from doing what you do for God. It can stop you from becoming, continuing to become an usher. It can stop you from continuing to sing in the choir for the treatment that they give you. Do you understand? But how long you do it is also taken into account with God. How long you have been an usher? How long you've been pastoring the church? How long you've been singing in a choir? How long you've been cooking for the people? How long you've been cleaning the church? God is taking account of how long and that you are still doing it. He says that kind of behavior, he can't seem to forget it. That kind of attitude, that kind of work, that you seem to keep going and going, irrespective of how the people are treating you. Francis, he cannot forget it. Amen. Amen. 
Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? He cannot forget it. These things can really discourage you, but I am reminding you this time of the year that continue to do the things that you are doing. Don't stop doing what you are doing for the Lord. And I want to take the opportunity also for, to encourage everyone who is here who doesn't seem to have any particular thing that you do for the saints. I am encouraging you that pick up something. Pick up something to do for the saints. Go ahead and do good unto all men. Since you have the opportunity, since you have the degree, since you have the qualification, go ahead and help people. But especially unto the household of faith. By all means, do something. Don't forget some of the things that your pastors have done for you. Don't forget some of the things that your, your shepherds have done for you. Don't forget some of the things that church members, individual people have done for you. Are you with me? Don't forget. Because these things also seem to discourage them from continuing on. Don't forget some of the things that your pastor's wives do for you. Do you understand? You see, sometimes you think they have nothing to do. Huh? Don't forget the efforts that go in. Don't forget, don't forget as you came and you were dancing and you were eating and you were happy. Oh, I paid my money anyway. So you did this and so on. Don't forget somebody also paid and the person was running around doing things for you. Acknowledge it. And say, sister, thank you for this. It keeps the people going. Do you understand? It makes them continue. And the Bible says, God will not forget when the people continue to... Don't be the reason why somebody stops doing what they are doing. Don't be the reason why somebody is discouraged from continuing. Hallelujah. Because God is taking account of how long the person has done it. And how long the person is doing it. And God takes account as when it stops. And who made that thing stop? God is taking account of that. If he says he's not unrighteous to forget, it means he's watching. It means he's, he has to watch. You cannot not look at him and remember. He means he's watching. He's watching to ensure that it stays in his mind. What you are doing. Adley, do you understand the word of God this afternoon? Say amen. amen. Wonderful. Put your hands together for the Lord. Let us bring our service to Stand to your feet. And let us bring our service to a close. We are thankful. Yes, Father. We are grateful. Lord, we thank you. We are thanking Lord that you are indeed God. And you say you are not man that you will forget. You don't see as men see. Lord, we say you are not unrighteous to forget our labor. You are not unrighteous to forget our work. You are not unrighteous to forget the labor of love. You are not unrighteous when we do things for the saints. You are not unrighteous when we continue to do them. Lord, we thank you that you are God. The God that takes account of the things that men cannot see. The God that takes account of our efforts. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you are God. Thank you that you don't look only at the end products. Thank you, Lord, that you look from the beginning to the end. We are grateful to you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. We give you glory. We pray, Lord, for encouragement. Encourage us, O God. Even as we prepare ourselves to enter the next year, we pray, Lord, that you will give us the courage to continue on, to continue to serve you, to continue to come to your house, to continue to worship you, to continue to do your will. Give us that courage, even when men seem to discourage us. We are grateful, Lord. We are thankful in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, if there's anyone here, you are not born again, you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Savior. If that is your prayer, wherever you are, lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. You say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Savior. I want to welcome Jesus into my life. If that is your prayer, just lift up your hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. Is there anyone here like that? Is there anyone here like that? You want to receive Jesus Christ. You are here. You know in your heart that you are not born again. 
remain your heart that if you were to die today, you are not certain of where you are going. But this afternoon, you are saying, Pastor, I don't want to go to hell. If I die, I don't want to go to hell. If Jesus comes, I want to go with him. I want to be on that side where Jesus will choose. If that is your prayer, lift up your hand. Don't leave this place without receiving Jesus as your Savior. Is there anyone here? You hear a voice. Is there today is your day? Is there anyone here like that? Father, we are thankful and grateful for the gift of salvation in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We believe you've been blessed by this timely and powerful message. We invite you to join us on Sunday afternoons for our Duel of Heaven service and Tuesday evenings for our Word Power service. For more messages by Reverend Brian Kuma, please subscribe to the QFC Bronx North podcast or contact us at 929-247-0738. Stay blessed.